Because this is actually what women want, I would argue. Right, right, right. I'm, I'm saying that from a male's perspective, but confirm with me. Is that something that would be valuable or attractive in a man? Um, yes, of course. <laughs> okay, good. It's not just me. No. 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 Yeah. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, why unconventional couples have the greatest sex. And we're guessing a lot of people are reading into that phrase, unconventional couples, but you have to listen to the whole episode to understand what we actually mean by that. Yep. And I will prove how true that statement is, how unconventional couples have the greatest sex. I will prove it. You ready? Yep. Here we go. This one is actually a written story. It's not a question. It's a story. Okay. Um, but I'd love to, again, to get your reaction. Um, I had some some interesting reactions to it as well. Um, and I just, let's, let's read it. Okay. okay. Here's how it goes. <clears throat> this morning after we got the kids off to school, we had planned to have a little sexy time before we headed off to work for the day. At first, she was interested, and we started talking and touching, and she shared casually about how frustrating yesterday was and how it threw her off her game at work. I get it. Sometimes stuff happens, and it messes with your rhythms, and it's just discouraging. We continued, and a few minutes later, she made a casual comment as we moved toward the bedroom, something about quick or something like that. It wasn't encouraging. It wasn't sexy. You know what I did? I led her to the bedroom, laid her down on the bed, pulled the sheets up over her, and told her to take a nap. I took her phone and promised to respond to any calls or messages for her, and promised to wake her in an hour. She started to resist and talk about feeling guilty for not following through on our sexy time, and I reassured her that I would rather have her rested and centered and happy. Guess what? She wasn't shocked. You know why? Because we both know that sex is great, but sometimes a nap is even greater. And I'm mature enough to recognize when my partner isn't really into it and know that I'd rather have great sex with somebody who is ready to be all in than simply use my spouse to satisfy my urge. I'm not sharing the story to get your approval, but rather hoping that some of the guys in in this group will read it and maybe learn to recognize your desire for sex does not trump the physical or mental health of your spouse. And it doesn't mean you're entitled to sex. And no, your balls are not going to explode because you didn't have sex. (laughs) Even after you got all revved up. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is so good. Why? What? What? Again, you're, you're a wife here. Tell me your feelings as a wife hearing that story. Because he is totally in tune with his wife's needs. Not just physical or sexual needs, but what needs? Her emotional needs. Yeah. All of them. Her physical needs of just being tired. Need, yeah. And... And it could have been really easy for him to get a little a little frustrated yeah. because like they're having sexy yeah. time and yeah. she starts talking about frustrations at work. Yep. Or entitled. And, hey, we're having sexy time and I, and I I I'm owed this in some way. Right. I'm entitled to have sex now. Right. And it sounds like that that is not even a part of, you know, who he is for, at least in this moment. Based upon this moment. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, this is a good moment. And and um yeah, that just, that's amazing. It's good, isn't it's it? It's really good. And I can understand 
why she would feel guilty and be a little resistant to yeah. that because she she knows that that's their planned time yeah. and she wants to honor that. But boy, it is so hard yeah. when your mind is just not, yeah, not where me. you need it to be. Yeah. It's so hard to be engaged and reciprocate. Yeah. And um, this is a perfect example of what we talk about all the time, which is this mutual selflessness. selflessness. He yes. recognizes she has a need and her need is greater than his need. And he wants to sacrifice for her. He wants yeah. to be selfless so that she can get her needs met, her needs met, not his needs met. Right. He is uh, in tuned and aware enough to say, I'm going to do something that's going to meet her greater need rather right. than my temporary need. Right. It's brilliant. It's really, really good. Yeah. And this is actually a lovely segue into something that I've been wanting to talk about, which is so often, again, in, in the places that I'm reading these questions from and questions we get all the time is, you know, how do I get my wife to want to have more sex with me? Right. And the simple and easy answer is, if your sex life isn't good, I can probably guarantee with 99.9% accuracy that your emotional relationship is not good either. Right. That your intimacy not sexual intimacy, just emotional intimacy, relational mm-hmm. intimacy level is not good either. And so many people want to start with the sexual, physical intimacy, and they never want to work on the emotional intimacy. They never right. want to work on the relational intimacy. They don't want to take the time, energy, or effort to study their spouse and actually figure out what they need. And then in the moment of a day-to-day comings and goings of life, Be tuned in enough to recognize what your spouse needs without being some, without having some sort of prompt. Right. Or being told what to do. Yes, absolutely. So if you want to have better sex in your relationship, like he says, he wants to wait until they have really good sex. Right. Not, not mediocre sex. It's like, I want us to both be all in. Right. And so he's wise enough and, and patient enough to, to defer. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. I loved it. Yeah. It's that's so refreshing to hear yeah. it, amongst all of the things that we hear. Yeah. That's just like, Oh, my favorite comment at, at that was right at the top of that one was someone who's saying, do you have a, a, a single brother? <laughs> <laughs> Because this is actually what women want, I would argue. Right, right, right. I'm, I'm saying that from a male's perspective, but confirm with me. Is that something that would be valuable or attractive in a man? Um. Yes, of course. <laughs> okay, good. It's not just me. No. 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 Yeah. This is... This is the countercultural understanding of masculinity and what it means to be a real man. It's not the toxic masculinity of how how many notches you have in your bedpost how many people how many women right. you've you've bedded how how strong or powerful or virile that you are that is not that's not real masculinity masculinity is sacrificial yes it absolutely. is going i will i will deny myself something that i really really like for the deference of someone else because what their need is greater that is what real men need to do. And we are not teaching that anymore. No. We are not modeling that no. anymore for our young men. And yet this is the foundation of a secure marriage. 
This is the foundation of everything we teach in every class that we have, in every program that we offer, in every podcast that we do. Right. It is mutual selflessness. And the thing that gets in the way of that every single time is what? The survival brain. Your survival brain. Yeah. Your spouse is not the enemy. Your spouse is not the enemy. It's your survival brain. It's that selfishness inside of you that says, I want to make sure I get my needs met first. Right. That's the enemy. That's the piece you have to work on. And if you work on that and stop trying to live a selfish life and your spouse is trying to work on that and stop living a selfish life, then you try to outdo each other Yeah. in meeting each other's needs. It's what we actually call the unconventional couple. Yep. And it is the foundation of every healthy marriage. I'm actually really excited right now because I think that if we were to take a survey of uh, a thousand couples right now and say, what does a healthy marriage look like? They're going to say things like communication. They're going to say things like connection. And all those are the mechanics of how to have a good marriage. But the core of it, the foundational theory and principle behind a healthy marriage is mutual selfless, self, self, let me say it again, is mutual selflessness. Yeah. Getting out of your head and turning off that that selfish survival part of your brain. If you do that, you have an unbelievable marriage. And I think it's going to take 20 years before that message catches on in a bigger global way. I, and I don't want to wait. That's why we're trying to start a movement with secure marriage yeah. here. We're trying to get... The, the the 1% of couples who are listening to this or are out there going, I want to have a good marriage. What does it take? Here's what it takes. Mutual selflessness. And now we're going to associate with other people like Paul and Shannon and other couples that we know who are bought into this thing called secure marriage. And we're going to model it and we're going to live it and we're going to practice it and we're going to prioritize it and we're going to make it something amazing. Yeah. And, and when we've been married 50, 60, you just had friends who um, posted on Facebook that their parents had how many years? 65? 65 or 68 or something, something like, that. like that. That, that's a gold medal right there. No doubt. I mean, that is amazing. Most just, people don't even live that long. No. And to be married that long, but, it's just beautiful. It's just yes. lovely. It's an amazing and, and remarkable feat. Something to be proud of and celebrated. Yeah. I can't wait till we're there. That's just going to be awesome. It's going to be gonna so be, cool. It's going to be amazing. And so if you're listening to this, dear listener, and going, okay, maybe these guys might have an idea or two of what marriage is actually about and how to have a really, really good marriage, but I don't know how to get that in my life, securemarriage.com and start with one of the online programs. They're affordable. They're quick and easy. We try to make them engaging. We try to make them funny and, and good, but the principles are absolutely 100% sound. Yeah. They will transform your marriage. You will have a happier, longer lasting marriage if you put into practice some simple tools. That's all it takes. And that's why we build this and that's why we do this. That's why we're sitting in our living room doing these recordings before you take off on a trip tomorrow because yeah. these, this stuff is important. It is. It is. Okay, I this think one, I just got on my soapbox there say, for a minute. This one really, really revved you up. <laughs> it did. Because this is actually what's truly important. Yeah, for sure. Truly important. And I'm unapologetic about that. I will stand on the street corner and shout it at the top of my lungs. And, you know, with technology now, I get to make my own stupid podcast and <laughs> put that out there. And but you don't have to stand on the corner and shout. So this is my soapbox. We should call it the soapbox 
soapbox podcast or something. But anyway, if you're listening and this resonates with you and you want to grow in your marriage, securemarriage.com is a great place to start. If you need some specific help, you just want to share your story with us, um, email us, paul at securemarriage.com or shannon at securemarriage.com. And we'd be glad to hear your story. We'd be glad to write back. We'd be glad to let you know you're not alone in the stuff that you're going through. Yep. And if you want to make your marriage better, we'd love to help. Yep. Okay. That it? That was a good one. All right. I'll breathe now. Okay. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next time. (laughs) All righty. Bye.